Welcome to our latest Ag Perspectives podcast, and today we're pleased to have with us the former Secretary of the U.S. Department of Agriculture, Ann Veneman, who visited with us here this month about the cow that stole Christmas. She was Secretary of Agriculture in December 2003 when the first case of BSE was discovered in the United States, a dairy cow found in Washington State positive with BSE, the cow that actually ended up originating from Canada. Ann Veneman uh, talking with us about uh, that whole process of uh, how she found out about uh, this particular presumptive positive that she announced on December 23rd and the days that followed how she and her team worked on this BSE animal health crisis. We're back with the former secretary in just a few moments. National Livestock is dedicated to being your first choice for cattle marketing, risk management, order buying services, and cattle financing. We specialize in providing first-class service to those in the cattle business. And now we're proud to tell you that Dakota Moss with Livestock Risk Services has joined the National Livestock family, offering tremendous expertise when it comes to LRP contracts. You can trust National because all the experts are in one place. Learn more by going to nationallivestock.com. We're talking today with former Secretary of Agriculture, Ann Veneman. Madam Secretary, thank you for being with us today. Uh, you were Secretary uh, for George W. Bush in his, in his first term. And uh, toward the end of that time period, you, you boy, you had a, a massive, massive animal health emergency that you had to deal with. We call it the cow that stole Christmas these days, 20-year anniversary this year. Kind of walk us through, you know, as, as we got to that point, of uh, of the actual first news conference that you led with that uh, famous phrase, the presumptive positive. Uh, what you know? What what got us to that point? It's nice to be with you, Ron, and and um, it'll be twenty years, December twenty third. Uh, hence the words, the cow who stole Christmas, because so many of us were really already starting our Christmas holidays when we got this news of a presumptive case. Now we say we said presumptive because um, there had to be a second verification of the test under the protocols that we had. And so ultimately that that confirmation came on Christmas Day two days later. But at the time we felt that because there were rumors that were beginning that we didn't want the wrong information, to get out to the public, scaring the public about the safety of our food, that it was important for us to go before the media and tell them what we knew. We, we were sure enough from our discussions with the scientists that the, there was a strong likelihood that this really was our first finding of BSC. As you know, we had had a case of, of BSC in Canada, of few weeks before, a couple of two or three months before. And the U.S. had been very active in helping Canada. Our, our technical experts and scientists had been helping Canada sort through the protocols and so forth and how to, how to really protect the public and the consumer against any potential risk. Now, as you know, the risk from BSE is, is very low. And it was important for us to be able to communicate uh, that there, this is a very low risk. I think that um, 
we did the fact that we went quickly to the public to explain what we knew I did the first part of the, the press conference and then we used our technical scientific people to really explain to reporters what was going on. Um, we then had press briefings every day after that to, to keep them updated on what we knew and what we were finding out and what we were then doing to further protect the consumer of this very low risk. As um, you know, we, 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 came upon this particular case the uh the folks at APHIS uh, of course uh, were there and they uh uh they indicated that it looks like uh, some of the conversations uh, one article that uh, uh you've pointed me to that uh, kind of got the reactions of a lot of different folks within the administration and uh, in the industry as well but uh it seems like it was almost we didn't it wasn't a total shock it wasn't a total surprise that the uh, the case was found at that particular uh, time, and in in this case, in December twenty third. No, it wasn't a total shock, and we were prepared. We had done um, the USDA had had done some work with some of the universities in really looking at the doing a risk analysis and the kinds of things that needed to be done to uh, reduce our risk of getting this uh, getting BSC in this country. We had, of course, learned a lot from the experience in Europe and particularly in the United Kingdom uh, a few years earlier. But when Canada got this, um, this case, we were very involved with that. And as you know, the cow then that we found on December 23rd was in Washington state. It's a cow that had been born and raised for the first part of its life in Canada. So given the fact that they had already had um, some finding of BSC, it wasn't a total shock that this came um, or that was found in the U.S. We were convinced that we had very low risk. As you know, most beef that we eat in this country is under two, uh, 24 months of age, and um, you would rarely find any kind of indication of BSC in any and anything but very older cows, most of which are spent dairy cows. When we uh, uh, discovered this case, um, you know what, uh, what 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 was kicked into motion as far as um, obviously you had your your team within the U.S. Department of Agriculture, but you had to work with some of the other agencies, some of the other cabinet uh, uh, level agencies uh, within the administration uh, as you dealt with uh, obviously international trade. And uh, all the all the other things that went along with this uh, with this discovery. Um, well, absolutely. I mean, we had all parts of the of the USDA involved. Um, obviously, our communications people, our APHIS people, our FSIS people, the Food Safety Inspection Service. So all parts of the scientific and technical um, parts of the USDA were involved, as well as you know our congressional staff needed to be a part of this because we were going to have questions from members of Congress. Um, and then we had, um, you know, regular conversations with the White House and the White House was very supportive of the actions we were taking. And I got a lot of support from um, the chief of staff and others in the White House staff um, for the proactive stance we were taking this to try to reassure the public. Um, 
so I feel that we really worked well with um, throughout the USDA. We had, and as you say, the international part. We had J.B. Penn as our our undersecretary for international affairs and commodity programs. He, of course, was very involved in working on the international side of this. Um, I've said many times that I think a real indicator of our success in communicating um, about this issue and the risk of it to the public was the fact that we did not see a drop in beef consumption in this country. The impact on the cattle industry came from the loss of uh, export markets and obviously other countries took action to, um, you know, along the lines of the protocols we had used when other countries had gotten VSC in their countries, they took action to halt the export of U.S. meat to their countries. So that was where the impact on the markets was, not from our domestic uh, consumption. That uh, international trade, we went uh, from uh, about 10% of our uh, beef going into the international market to virtually zero overnight. Uh, what was what was the the whole process? In other words, what what was USDA trying to do to get the lines of communication back up and going and 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 working through the the concerns of our of our foreign customers? Well, I mean, obviously, the the kinds of actions we were taking to test to ban down our cows from the system, um, to limit exports to those cattle who were, you know, the younger cattle. Obviously, that reduces risk tremendously. Um, so uh, we were working on all of our protocols to ensure that we could gain those those markets back as quickly as possible. Um, but, you know, many of these countries had just followed the protocols that we had instituted against, you know, the UK and other countries as they had cases of BSC. So in many ways, we had set the kind of protocols that other countries followed in terms of banning our our uh, imports of U.S., their imports of U.S. beef. Um, so it took a while to get the international markets back, but fortunately, with the kinds of actions we were taking, um, we did eventually, you know, get U.S. beef back into the international marketplace. For our industry, for uh, folks that have followed you through USDA as uh, in, in, in that in your role as secretary. Uh, what what lessons do you think we learned uh, with this uh, with this uh, BSE event that maybe has helped us or, and can help us in the future even as we deal with maybe other big animal health uh, issues? Uh, what what did we what did we actually uh, uh, gain uh, as far as information and 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 I guess the ability to uh, to uh, kind of surf through what. You know, now we call black swan events. That that was a term we really didn't use uh, for this one, but indeed, it maybe was maybe one of the original black swan events. Well, I think that it's not just animal health issues; it's also food safety issues and consumer protection generally throughout the food system. I think, you know, we in the U.S. have, you know, some of the safest food in the world. And I think that's because we have a strong system, a regulatory system that protects us. But certainly, you know, we've had some serious food safety issues and animal health issues over time. And I think 
some of the lessons we learned from this is number one, the importance of communicating um, and communicating quickly and consistently and not just in a one-off way. So first of all, we got out there with what we knew. It was only a presumptive at the time we first told the media about this, therefore the public about this. But we felt that we had to do it because we didn't want people to hear rumors. And it was more important that they had the right message, the right understanding of what the situation that was going on. Um, so I think, first of all, is, is strong communication. I think the other lesson is really relying on good science. Our scientists were driving the issues in terms of what we needed to do additionally to protect ourselves, you know, what testing protocols would be most effective and so forth. Um, and I think the other thing that we learned from this is how important it was that when other countries had these kinds of problems, we went there and learned from them and helped them because then our expertise was enhanced from that experience. Think that uh, some of these lessons uh, would uh, would stand uh, stand uh, the test of time and and uh, give us uh, a good uh, uh, template if we, uh, for example, had to deal with the foot and mouth disease one of these days in the U.S. Absolutely, and as you know, we were dealing with foot and mouth disease um, when I first came as secretary. Uh, there was in in early 2001, there was a serious outbreak of foot and mouth disease in the in Europe. And so this was the kind of first crisis I confronted on day one is how do we keep foot and mouth disease out of this country? Now, there's a very strong distinction between foot and mouth disease and BSE. And, and that was hard for the public to understand because we had had this foot and mouth scare and foot and mouth disease is not a threat whatsoever to human health, but it can spread very quickly through cattle herds and, and can really have an impact on the industry quickly. And, you know, there's all kinds of issues with how do you dispose of the animals if you have to, you know, do a big, you know, um, killing of animals because they have the disease, but it's, that was the other communication challenge that we dealt with was was helping the the public understand that we are dealing with two different issues here, and one is a human health risk, but a very low one, and the other one is no human health risk at all. End of the day, you feel that uh, you know looking back twenty years uh, today for this this anniversary, uh, you feel pretty good about uh, how uh, your uh, your administration, your uh, folks at USDA handled this whole uh, situation. I uh, I absolutely do. I mean, our team, you know, our team came together in a time of crisis right over the holidays. They people came off planes. They were on. They were about to take off on planes. People came away from their, you know, out of their vacations with their families. I mean, I canceled my whole family vacation. Fortunately, they were on the East Coast and I, I hadn't gone to the West Coast that year. But absolutely feel that um, um, I look back and say our team effort was just absolutely incredible on this. I think that 
we did as much as we could with what we knew. And I think we were reassuring to the public as we saw um, with the fact that we never saw beef consumption come down in this country. And so, uh, you know, it's interesting. I just got an email a little while ago from one of my top staff uh, at USDA saying, I just, wanted, I, I just wanted to write to you on this 20th anniversary and say how proud I am of everything we did during that time of crisis. Thank you, Madam Secretary. Ann Veneman, former Secretary of Agriculture, uh, talking with us today about the cow that stole Christmas, discovery of BSE in the United States. She was our Secretary of Agriculture during the George W. Bush era uh, in that first administration, first uh, term of uh, President Bush. And uh, she was the one on the front line. She uh, was there along with Ron DeHaven and others from, uh, uh, from the USDA staff talking with media, talking with uh, producers, talking with uh, uh, international uh, uh, customers of the United States as they, uh, we sorted through this cow that stole Christmas in this first case of BSE in late December 2003 and into 2004 for quite some time after that as we tried to right the ship after the BSE discovery. On the Oklahoma Farm Report, I'm Ron Hayes.